Good evening. Um, <clears throat> so we know that we're familiar with the fact that we wear a kittel on Yom Kippur. Um, supposed to wear something white, supposed to wear something that um, signifies the purity of white um, and also reminds us of the Yom Hamisa. Um, some have a meaning that the women also wear white. That's just a minhag. Um, some say that in some communities the women themselves would wear kittles. Not quite sure what, how that works, but um, anyway, being as it may, um, there is people have a custom to wear to wear white if if they have that minhag. Um, can you wear a kittle in the bathroom? Uh, so the halacha says it really depends on. Um, what you're using the bathroom for. Um, if you're just using it for the urinal, then technically you can keep the kittle on, but there are persons who say that even so, it's best to take it off. Um, it is still a beggar that is technically a meyuchad for tefillah, uh, and that's a good thing. It's a good thing to take it off before you use the bathroom. Um, we also know that one should not wear gold, gold jewelry, on uh, Yom Kippur, and the reason given is Enka Teganas is Um Now, we don't say that the rest of the year, um, even though the Egal Hazav is just a reality that we have to live with, um, but specifically on Yom Kippur, where the concept of Kapara comes from the fact that we got Kapara from the Egal Hazav, it would seem inappropriate to flaunt gold, um, specifically on this day. Um, somebody asked me, could she wear white gold, um, a white gold piece of jewelry? Um, so the person who speak about it, and they say, yes, you could. It's only yellow gold. Um, and it certainly goes without saying that um, if you have gold-colored glasses or something, there's no problem with that. It's not gold. Um, it's specifically yellow gold. That was the color of the Egel Hazav. That was the metal of the Egel Hazav, and that's something that should be avoided. Um, it's also brought la that women should not wear their regular Shabbosic jewelry on Yom Kippur. Um, they should tone it down. They could, they could wear some jewelry, Mishabura implies, um, it says that uh, we, one of the reasons we read the parish of Arayas and Mincha is because the Nashima Miskashtos, that they do wear some type of Kishutin, but the post can say that just means that they can wear something they would wear during the week, but not something too fancy. It's not appropriate for, not appropriate for Yom Kippur. Um, now, we do wear a talus the whole day on Yom Kippur, um, and many people have a question if there's a break um, and you take, your, you take your talus off, let's say after Musaf, you go home, you come back, um, do you have to now make a new bracha on your talus? Is that considered a hefsuk? Um, so this is a shayla. It's not so simple. Um, some say that if you're not going home, um, let's say you're staying in shul, but you're leaving the shul, you're going to the other room to, um, to learn or do something, you take your talus off, then, then you could really keep your, that really keeps the bracha. But if you're taking the talus off and you're going home, uh, and you're coming back, so then already it is more of a shayla. So the best practice, the best thing to do is when you make the bracha on the talus in the morning, when you get to shul, um, you should just have in mind that your bracha is only going up until the end of Musaf, um, up, until, up until you take off your talus and go home. Um, that way you avoid all problems because at that point you took your talus off, the bracha is over because you had in mind the bracha is only going up until that point. And then when you come back from Mincha, you most certainly can make a bracha. So that's the best, that way you avoid any and all shilas because um, it, is, it, is, it, uh, it is a little bit complicated. Have a good night.